Welcome to the show. Our predicted lineup for Aston Villa v Leicester City. Justin, how are you? Good afternoon, everyone, and good afternoon to Luke. <laughs> Thank you very much. So let's get straight on in there, then. We'll predict our lineup, and we have got a little cheeky, new little cheeky feature uh, that Ryan has put in, which when I was doing a bit of prep this morning, I was like checking on the website. What getting it all set up, and I was like, a little cheeky. You'll see it in a bit, so stay tuned for that. So, some early, early team news is that, as you do, Douglas Louis sat on his Lamborghini uh, off work on Wednesday. Um, so, Douglas Louis was off from training on uh, Wednesday. Um, he put a little Emoji of uh, like a thermometer in in a smiley face. So I feel like he's ill. Um, so it's whether he's going to be ready for Saturday. But you know, as you do, pose when you're ill. I think if you're okay, if you're well enough to sit on top of your Lamborghini in your drive, I think you're okay. <laughs> yeah. Next time I want a day off work, I'm going <laughs> to sit on top of my car and send a picture to me boss and say right, I'm really maybe, not well. Uh, Maybe he was just getting off the blower to Unai, being like, mate, can't go in today. I'm just ill. But, um, yeah, so that is some early team news that I've done a bit of digging and I noticed. So um, he might be ill, but he might recover. So let's hope he recovers. And if anyone saw this video that Villa put out, it was class. So it looks like we've been practising penalties. Uh, when Ings was on the pitch, he was the penalty taker. Uh, so this video was Kamara dinking it off the crossbar to Martinez. Um, I love content like this. Just love it. But um, so, yeah, so it looks like we've been on the search for a new penalty taker as well. So um, who would you say would take pens and Justin? I think it depends who's on the pitch, but you would think um, Ollie Watkins would be number one now as the striker. And then uh, if if not him, then... Dougie Louise is is decent set piece taker. Coutinho, you would think, would put his hand up. I know Lokadine used to take them regularly for Everton. So, but currently, obviously, he's not 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 first choice. So, um, I think there's plenty of options. And and as as a as a footballer, as an attacker, I mean, I used to play up front, and I, I used to love taking penalties because it, it means your goal scoring yeah. charts go up, doesn't it? So, I think it's a chance to get a free strike on goal from twelve yards. I think you've got to stick your hand up and back yourself haven't you so Ollie Watkins I think would be the main one yeah so let's get into the main bulk of the episode then let's predict our lineup for Aston Villa v Leicester so what you want to do is head over to our website utvpodcast.co.uk you'll find social hub here and then you'll go on select your lineup Uh, once you've selected your lineup you can press the little tweet uh, tweet icon uh, and it will share your team onto Twitter as well. So um, let's get straight into it. Then let me just uh, adjust what this team should look like a little bit. So, Justin, who's in goal? Emi Martinez. <laughs> He's just one of all, isn't he? Yeah. So we'll go Martinez in goal. Um, 
and then we'll just adjust this a little bit as well. Right, so Martinez in goal then. So let's select Martinez to go in goal. Um, we'll go easy with the back four. We'll go Mings. Do you think, and do you think it might be time for um, Matty Cash to come back in and maybe have a bit of a run again? I know Ashley Young's been absolutely outstanding, so I just wonder whether maybe he might give Cash a, a run out. I don't know. I think it's it's a 50-50, isn't it, between them? Young's got the shirt, so you'd think he probably retains it, wouldn't you? I think up against... I think I've got to think of who we're coming up against. Well, so it's Harvey Barnes, isn't it? It's Harvey Barnes, and I think you can't take Ashley Young out this side at the Not minute. Not at the moment, no. It's because he come, he's come up against some tricky, tricky players. You know, yeah. he's come up against uh, Gonto of Leeds. Yeah. Elinousi of Southampton is pretty pacey. Um, so I think Young keeps his place for me. Um, and it's all about Cash fighting for his shirt back. You know, I've no doubt that Cash is a, a great player, but the way we play at the minute and, and the way we have our right back not as expansive as the left back, it just makes sense to play Ashley Young there because we don't want a marauding right back going up and down. That's not how we play at the minute. So Cash is main. I think, I think he's experienced as well, isn't he, yeah, Young? Yeah, and I think Cash's main trait is going forward. And if we and, and, he's, playing... and he's and he's used Cash off the bench a few times now in that in that more advanced role, hasn't he? As a bit of um, you know option there. So yeah. I think he did it against Southampton, didn't he? Chucked him on a bit further forward. So yeah, I think Ashley Young. I think if, Yeah. If so go we'll go him. we'll go with Ashley Young there. Um and then I also feel it's Moreno's shirt, isn't it? Moreno's got it is the shirt, at the moment, yeah, yeah. Um so it'll be good to see Moreno again. We you know he, he came on against Leeds for 75 minutes, so we saw a bit about him there. I saw him at Southampton and he looked good. He looked he looked good going forward. I think what I would say is that I think this left-hand side, although we go attacking down the left-hand side, defensively, I think teams might try and target our left-hand side a little bit as well because we've got Buendia and Moreno and... Um, I'd like him to just be a little bit more solid in the challenge, a little bit more solid in the tackle, because uh, there was a couple of times against Southampton where I think their disallowed goal came from both of them trying to block a shot, block a cross, and they were able to get through. So I think that area needs to just strengthen up a little bit. Um, but, yeah, what have you made of Moreno so far? I think he looks very good, yeah, definitely. Um Definitely ticks the boxes for what he wants from that side of the pitch, you know, attacking left back. I mean, we've already seen in the small amount of games he's played that he loves to get forward. He's he's, he's not afraid to take people on. He loves to cut inside. Um, he's had a couple of half chances, hasn't he, from, from the runs he's made. And he seems to have a really nice left foot, so his delivery's been decent into the box. So I think he's just going to hopefully go from strength to strength. Now he's, he's got that shirt, you know, We've got two good left backs now, and and two good right backs, I suppose. Ashley Young and Matty Cash. So, for me, if you if you're playing well and, and and you've got the shirt, you retain the shirt. If you get injured or if you have a poor game, you've got somebody that can come in and take your place. So, for me, Moreno's looked 
you know, every inch the player we hoped he would be um, when we signed him. So hopefully he'll just keep improving. Let's talk about this area then of the pitch because for many, many years we've had massive, massive problems in central midfield. And Berbacar Kamara is just getting better and better, isn't he? Every, every time you watch Kamara at the minute, you, you come away thinking, he's better than the last time I thought he looked great. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's just, just oozes everything that you'd want. And, and one of the biggest things I think he's so good at and what you have to be able to do in central midfield is you have to be able to read the game and he reads it so well. And then yeah. because he can read the game well, it means his positioning's well. And then it means that he senses the danger. And oh, I just absolutely love him. And I think, for me, our best player so far this season, by some country mile. I know Ashley Young's done absolutely fantastic. But, you know, Kamara, in his position, is just sublime. Um so, who's partnering him, Justin? And uh, anything on Kamara? Yeah, I think I've just written down um, one word for Kamara. He's calm, isn't he? He never, he's never panicked. Like you say, he reads the game sublimely well. He knows when to put a foot in. And when he gets the ball, however it is, whether he receives it off somebody or whether he wins it back off somebody, he creates that space for himself, doesn't he? With a little shimmy or a you know a little bit of skill, turns away from someone, and then he's up, he's looking, and he's and he's, his use of the ball is very good as well. He's got the full package, hasn't he? In it, and for someone to be that that good at his age is is frightening, really, because you, 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 where's he going to be in two, three, four years' time? He's one of the world's best, you know. I think. He's already probably one of the best in his position in the Premier League after, what, half a season at Villa. Um, and there's going to be a lot of eyes on him over the next couple of years. So he's just a phenomenon, really. One of the best midfielders we've signed in a very, very long time. Um, next to him, I think you've got to put Dougie Louise in because yeah. I, I think at the moment, barring news that he's out, I mean, it's not a... It's not an injury, is it? it? Doesn't look like he basically looks to be a bit under the weather. So hopefully, when did he post that yesterday? So he's got a decent amount of days now to recover and recuperate. Uh, the interesting thing will be if he isn't fit, who do you play there? Does Dendonka come in? The only ones really that were out of the team in the last game that could play there would be Dendonka. The only three you could put in. Dendonka, could you maybe move John McGinn back into that position yeah. again? I think he could easily play that for one game. And I think the, probably the last option would be um, Chambers to play in a defensive midfield role. But I think that's that's if you have quite a few injuries, to be honest. Um, you know, he is an option, but I think you've got two or three that would play there before him. So, yeah, Louise for me. And then it's a toss-up whether you play Dendonka, which is probably his more natural position to play defensive midfielder. Uh, or you could switch McGinn to play there as well. But hopefully Louise is fit and, and he'll just slot back into his usual role. Yeah. And um, yeah, I agree. I think he, he should get over that, that whatever, if he's ill. I mean, I feel like I'm making up a bit of a rumour, but I'm not because that's what the... Uh... I know, it's what he said, isn't he? Yeah. So, um, so let's go then with the next two and... Yeah, so we'll go with the next two, and then I want to touch on two players, actually, as well. So we'll go with Emi Buendia to start with then. And 
I'll admit, I will hold my hands up. I was a bit critical of Buendia um, a couple of weeks ago because I wanted to see more from him because I know he has got it and he has slowly started to build them performances up. His last couple of performances, there's been some stuff that I've really, really liked with the ball, without the ball. I don't know whether that's to do with him getting more game time and getting more confidence and having a good run in the side. But he's slowly starting to own that position for me now. And what we are seeing from Buendia is he's starting to put himself about a bit more, which I was critical of. I think he's starting to look up quicker and he's starting to play the ball quicker. And those are his key traits. If you see his goals from and his assists when he was at Norwich, it's literally one touch, bang, Pookie's in. And he's moving the ball quicker. And the whole side's moving the ball quicker, to be fair. We're starting to play one, two touch football, which in itself speeds the whole play up completely. So I think the side getting more confidence, him getting more confidence, him owning his position is, you know, He's doing well, and I think he's got a big 18 games, Brendier now. He's got a really big 18 games because these 18 games now for Brendier can really set a marker for his time at Aston Villa. This can be the making of Brendier at Aston Villa. If he has a good 18 games now and makes and stamp for that shirt, where next season we don't think of anybody else picking up that spot from Brendier. It's his shirt. So I'm really excited to see how he plays. Uh, and how he does, and if he can keep progressing. But he looks like he's enjoying life under Unai Emery. I do think at times he needs to be a bit stronger, like what I was saying about Moreno. I think that them two both need to help each other out. But um, yeah, I'm really sort of looking forward to seeing how he does. I mean, if we have a quick look at um, some of his, you know, his recent ratings, you know, he's got... 6.8 against Liverpool, 7.6 against Spurs, 6.7, 7.4 against uh, Leeds, 6.5 against Southampton. You know, he's only started 12 games, but I do feel like he's starting to come into his own a little bit. What are you saying, Justin? Yeah, I think um, you're right. You know, w w with the squad that we currently have, is another one really that we haven't strengthened, particularly in that position. So he's got the opportunity now to, to go to the end of the season and, like you say, stamp his authority on that position and really make himself one of the mainstays of our team. I mean, ultimately, he's our record side, isn't he? He came in with a huge price tag, a huge you know, pressure on him to, to succeed. And he has found it difficult at times to, to really get his form anywhere near his sort of best form. But I think over the last five games, it's starting to look like he's coming good. You know, Liverpool, he played practically the whole game. Spurs, most of the game. Full game against Wolves. 80 minutes against Leeds. Last game, he was taken off at 68 because we needed to change it. It was nil-nil. Um, and he scored two goals in that time as well. So, goals are starting to come now, which is very important to him. And if he can just keep notching goals and assists up and keep his levels around the seven, seven and a half mark each game, then... That's that's pretty decent to be fair, and that's a really good you know marker for him to set down to to go for the rest of the season. It does seem that Coutinho is now going to just be an impact player off the bench, and with question marks over Coutinho from the summer onwards, you know where does he lie with Villa? Where you know where does his future lie? Then there's obviously will be they start to look at maybe players to 
to come in and, and, and challenge Wendy in that position. So he's got to really show the manager that, he, that he's worthy of that shirt and he's worthy of real consideration when we do start improving next season and onwards from that. So I think he, he's got a very good attitude. He does seem to really want to work hard and his tracking back has probably impressed me as much as anything. He's really sort of got his head around that, that you can't just sort of sit around that final third and wait for the ball to come to you. There is times when you have got to, you know, knuckle down and get back and cover and put the foot in and things. So that's that's been nice to see. But ultimately, we want to see him in that final third, you know, doing his magic up there. So there's definite signs of, of, of real improvement with Emily. So hopefully it'll continue on, on Saturday. It gets a bit of time, a bit of space, uh, starts the game well and just, you know, really enjoys it. You, you can see when he's got a smile on his face and he's he's popping the ball around, you can definitely see a difference in him. So hopefully that'll just be what'll happen at the weekend. He'll start the game well and he'll just have a real good game. Yes, definitely. So the next one, then we will go with Jacob Ramsey. I think he retains his shirt for this game as well. And then we will go with Leon Bailey up top, out wide, winger slash forward vibe. And we'll go with... Uh, Duran, obviously. Yeah. Ollie Watkins, yeah. We'll go, we'll go with Ollie Watkins. And again, another player who... He's getting, be- he's getting better. He's getting better. He's performing better. Uh, we're starting to see him in attacking areas more. Um, he's, he's bagging goals as well. So, Leon Bailey, um, he also has got a big 18 games as well. I think the consistency, the performances still need to be up there. Um, you know, how many goals is Leon Bailey on? I think he's on four, isn't he? So, Bailey, if he... If Bailey can get 10 goals this season, that would be a decent, decent return for, for Bailey. So, um, you know, I think he's he had his injuries. He, he's been it's been up and down at Villa, hasn't it? He? But he's another one where it it does slowly feel like we're starting to see a consistent level from Bailey. Um and I want to see more from him because again, like his ceiling's high. He can, he can, he can go to different levels, and I, and I really want him to, to hit them levels. So you know, I think it's, it's not me being critical. It's me, me asking and 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 thriving and wanting more from from our team and our group of players. So um, yeah, thoughts, Bailey. Yeah, he's a confidence player, isn't he? You know, we've seen loads in in history over Villa players that when they're on it and they're confident and, and they're having a good spell, then they're just, they look great, you know. And at times he looks unplayable when he gets the ball down. And I'd like to see him be a bit more direct. I'd like to see him when he when he gets that chance to face up against a full-back or a defender to, to back himself, to back his pace, to back his ability to, to nip round him. And, you know, he loves his shot, doesn't he, as well. And I think that's helping his probably statistics a bit that he does love to cut inside and, and have a dink. But... He's just got to get that consistency right. You know, we love that word on this podcast, consistency. And if he can get himself into a sort of purple patch, he's got all the ability in the world. I mean, you look, you've only got to look at Newcastle. You know, it wasn't that long ago that the likes of Joe Linton and Almiron were, were laughing stocks, weren't they? But they always had the ability and they always had the, 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 the wherewithal for 
it, within their game to be good players. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the goals and, and the consistency started to come and then that builds more confidence and all of a sudden you're flying, aren't you? So I see that in, in Bailey as well. And to an extent, Bertrand Torore as well, you know, very, very similar player to, to Bailey. You know, hot blows, hot and cold. When, he, when he's on his day, he's a match winner. And then he goes missing for a game, and that's the frustrating part of these players. You know they're good enough. You know that on the day they can they can stick one in the top corner or take three blokes on and, and you know create a goal. It's just when you know they've got that level and you and you don't see it, it's so frustrating. And that's why I think people get on his back so much is because they know how good he can be. Um, and if he can just somehow get that a bit like Buendia, really, if he can get his levels, you know those. Sort of their score ratings are sort of mid sixes, aren't they? He needs to add another point onto them, really. If he can get into the mid sevens, seven, seven and a half, eights, more often than not, then we're going to be we're going to have a real handful, you know, on our on our hands. So um, yeah, but it's up to him now. A bit like Ollie Watkins, a bit like um, Wendia, to to go and grab the shirt now and and uh, make it their own and and kick on now for the rest of the season. They know that there's not a lot of competition behind them. Um, so they've got to really grab it now and, and 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 take us on to the next level, hopefully. And if they can't, then then you know they'll be replaced, I suppose, in 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 the fullness of time. So we'll see. We'll see what he's got to offer on Saturday. Yes, right. So new little feature, new little feature. We've got bench watch. Who's going to be on the bench? <laughs> so, who is on the bench? There's not going to be two keepers on my bench. I'm telling you that now. So, what are we going with? So, on the bench, we are going to go with... Uh, Olsen will be on the bench, won't he? Yeah. Um, so, defenders on the bench. We are going to go... Luca Dean. Yeah. So, you've got Luca Dean. You've got Chambers. He's going to be on the bench. Yeah. You've got Cash will be on the bench. Yeah, I think I think we need a bigger bench, don't we? Well, this is it. You know, people saying that our squad isn't very deep. You, you, you wait till you get to the end of this bench when you're saying, "Oh, don't you think he should play?" I think you don't can you have nine. On, you can have nine yeah. on the bench, though, can't you? I think we've only got yeah. seven. Um, yeah, you can have nine. So you've yeah. got Luca Dean, Chambers, Cash, Olsen. Uh, we'll have to go. McGinn, Dendonka. Yeah, McGinn's back. McGinn's back in training. So you've got. Uh, McGinn to come on the bench where he's further up. There he is. There's McGinn. So you got McGinn on the bench. Coutinho. Uh, where's Coutinho? I I'm putting Duran on. Duran's on. So I mean that's the seven. So you've got Olsen, Luca Dean, Chambers, Cash, McGinn, Coutinho, Duran. You've also got Dendonka to come on the bench. You've also got. Would you put Caden Young in there? Caden Young on the bench as well. That ain't a bad bench. What are you saying? I don't think that's I'm a feeling bad like bench. we've missed somebody, somebody, somebody out as well. Have we missed somebody out? Traore's got... not back yet. He's a he's no. a, he's a week or two away. No, so we've got Cash Chambers, Carlos. I mean, you got Carlos to come back when he's fit as well. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Luis McGinn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah so, so, so you would add, you would probably say, um, then Donker and, and Caden Young as well. Yeah. So, I mean, and then you've got, like you say, you've got, um, in, you know, within a month, um, Diego Carlos and 
Troy Oray. Troy Oray, yeah. So, I mean, if you're talking about scenarios during a game, if you need a new left-back or right-back to come on, we've got one of them. Centre-back to come on, we've got Chambers. If you need a double pivot slash defensive midfielder to see out a game, you can bring Dendonka on. If you need a little bit more energy in midfield, you've got McGinn. If you need some more creativity, we've got Coutinho, Troyore to come back in. If we need a striker to come on, we've got John Duran. And then if you want a youngster to come on, you've also got Caden Young. So I'm all right with that. I think it's, you know, you'd have to have a real horrendous injury um, problem to, to, to say that we've been massively weakened. I mean, the bench looks, arguably all them players could be first, could be starters, couldn't they? I mean, we don't know a lot about Duran, but the rest of them, you know, individually could easily come in. If Moreno got an injury, it's okay, Luca Dean plays, Young, Cash, McGid. You know, probably might be back in the team within the next two or three games. Coutinho can easily play in that ten role with we're back when Deere is. You know, there, there is there is plenty of options there, isn't there? Yeah. I, I, there ain't I, there ain't many. I don't think there's many Premier League teams in and around where we are currently that would have a bench like that. I really don't think so. Not at all. No, no, definitely. So there we go. That's how stop panicking. That's <laughs> our predicted lineup for Leicester. Um, so next bit of content we've got out will be a press conference reaction um, tomorrow as well. So um, stay tuned for that. Let's hear what Emery's got to say, whether he mentions anything about the window or um, Duran, etc. So it'd be nice to hear what his thoughts are on Duran having had him in training for a, a couple of weeks as well. So let's see if he mentions that. Uh, but yeah, cheers for everyone watching. Up the Villa. Up the Villa. <laughs>